Hello again and welcome to St. Paul's Blah. That is the wrong way to introduce the podcast. <laughs> I don't know where my head's been this week. It's been that way for you all. Anyways, hello again and welcome to Contemplative Episcopalian, a podcast of St. Paul's Episcopal Church. We are a Christian faith community located in downtown Beloit, Wisconsin. As usual, as most days, as most weeks, I am Father T.J. Humphrey. And for this episode, we're, I'm doing something kind of weird. I, I'm going through a season where I'm trying to push myself in terms of my preaching. And I'm trying out, I don't know if it's a new preaching style. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going off the script a little bit more this evening. So I usually preach from a manuscript uh, that was the way I was instructed all through the seminaries by uh, wise priests who have come before me. I've also been told by loved ones who have known me for a long time and have heard me preach in all kinds of different contexts and spaces that when I go off the cuff, this sounds terrible. This actually kind of scares me saying it this way, but when I don't have a manuscript in front of me, I actually preach better. So what that means is I don't have something in front of me to read to you, to preach to you, the thing that I preached um, for this service on May 17th, 2020, Easter 6, I believe. Time has lost all meaning to me these days, but uh, somewhere around that, I know it was May 17th, 2020. So, I, you know, I, I'm also simultaneously starting up a new project to complement some of the preaching stuff I'm doing. And so my, I'm kind of testing things out. That's what, I mean, all of this coronavirus stuff has really caused all of us in the church to test out and to try new things, to figure out what works, what doesn't. This podcast has always been something that's worked pretty well because it reaches a lot of people. Uh, people in St. Paul's tune in regularly, especially if people who are sick or homebound. But there's also folks from all over the states and uh, that, that tune in as well. For that, I'm very, very grateful. Um, but anyways, bear with me as I kind of experiment with these things. I'm trying to kind of gather my bearings again. I figure if this is a good time to test out and push myself in terms of my preaching, um, to go deeper and to let it come from a deeper space from within me, um, that's what I'm trying to do these days. And so it'd be, it's going to be really weird to do that through a podcast um, until I kind of get used to doing it um, after a few weeks. And then after a few weeks, I'll, I'm going to experiment test it out, see how it goes. If it works, then I'll start incorporating that, those sermons into a podcast as well. If it doesn't work, then I will just scrap it. You know, every now and then you just got to take risks and try something new, especially if you feel like it'll come from a deeper place, a more artistic place from within you. And so that's what I'm trying during this season. So one of the things I'm doing is a side project. I'm calling it the Parable Project. Um, I noticed recently... Uh, one of the lines that was in a daily office reading a few weeks back, three weeks, four weeks back now, was that there was a point in Jesus's ministry, I think according to Matthew, where Jesus didn't teach anything unless it was in parable form. And I just that just kind of struck me that Jesus used these kind of wisdom stories to teach about the kingdom of God. And in these parables, like, he wasn't doing what most sermons do. He uh, wasn't expounding on scripture. You know, he wasn't exegeting a text he was trying to kind of snap people awake to the kingdom of God. And that's kind of the way I see parables these days is they're similar to koan uh, statements or sayings in the Buddhist tradition where it's, it's meant to kind of bring you into this non-dual state of consciousness. You have to have a paradigm shift in the way that you think in order to actually get it. And the parables um, are much, much similar. And so 
I'm trying out a parable project. I've been writing parables that are themed after my takeaway from the gospel. So in a way, it is like a mini, mini sermon. <laughs> I'm just not giving you the direct <laughs> answer to what the sermon means. I'm actually trying to help help you, the listeners, learn how to think anew about it, how to think for yourself as you approach the gospel reading. And so I've recorded a parable. It's basically, it's going to, oh, what a 30-second sermon. And um, you can listen to the parable after you hear the gospel reading and see if it actually makes, if you can connect the dots. So the kind of the goal would be try to figure out what's the meaning of the parable and then how does that parable go back and connect to the gospel reading. So maybe, maybe what I'll do is I'll reverse. I'm actually thinking out loud while I'm talking to you. Forgive me, this is a very long introduction. <laughs> but uh, maybe I'll share the parable with you first and then the gospel reading. So you, the, goal, the goal would be for you to figure out maybe a meaning, surmise a meaning of the parable, and then you hear the gospel reading and try to figure out what's the wisdom that the parable and the gospel reading are seeking to convey to you. How, how is it helping to open your mind um, to Jesus's words, and more specifically, the kingdom of God within you. If you absolutely hate this, I apologize. You're more than welcome to send me a nasty email <laughs> or a heated letter and encourage me to go back to the way things were before. But I just wanted to be brave during the season and try something and just push myself. You know, every now and then you just got to do that. So bear with me for a few weeks until I kind of figure out how to do this. And... Uh, you know, if it's something that really works and resonates with people, we can keep doing this too. So anyways, thank you for your open-mindedness. Thank you for your prayers for our church and for me as the priest here. And thank you for your prayers uh, for our world and our country right now. We need them now, probably more than ever, and at least more than most of us can remember. So God bless. Thank you for tuning in once again. A parable. The kingdom of God is like a cellist who, after a long career, retires from the symphony orchestra. And looking back on her long career, she can't determine whether or not she was more a part of the music or the music was more a part of her. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord.